Hello, Jay here. If I could ask, could you give us a little five-star rate in Apple Podcasts? Go on, please. It won't take long. You can just do it now. That'd be lovely. And share the podcast. Tell your friends. Appreciate it. And on today's show, we're talking to one of the most awesome and beautiful people in Phuket, Ranzi, a.k.a. Phil Collins. Half Thai, half British Ranzi came to Phuket from Bangkok when she was young. Having enjoyed drumming, she joined her first band, Legends of Siam, and that's when the journey really starts. From performing in a host of bands and at a variety of venues, to now teaching piano, drums and singing with the Phuket Academy of Performing Arts, Ranzi is truly awesome. She is honestly one of my favourite people in Phuket. Amazingly talented and just an all-round fantastic person. We love Phil Collins. I can feel it. Coming in the air tonight. Oh Lord. It's just an excuse to sing Phil Collins, really. Anyway, Ranzi, you're awesome. Enjoy the show. podcast I don't I won't you will I mean I really want to and I probably will but I won't can I ask one question before you rip me apart and destroy my life today mm-hmm. which I think you're going to because I can see it in your eyes and you it's the way want, that you help me you just me. need a cuddle that's all you need don't is a big sloppy cuddle don't come anywhere near me <laughs> cuddling shit <laughs> when before, are you before you no before I want you, to take the piss out of your hair yeah I mean your pot kettle fucking black mate <laughs> Careful, don't be racist. We've only just started. <laughs> anyway, hi, Russell. You're the one with the fucking sprinkler thing going off on the back of your head. Is it a sprinkler? It's a bun, is it not? It's almost it, a bun. It's don't you start. You haven't even been introduced yet. Shush your noise. It's a... How's your coffee? I mean, if you're going for a ponytail, it's an odd pony. That's all I'm saying. It's not a ponytail. I mean, you are an odd pony, I'm not going for it. We should do this in the outro. Anyway, Renz. <coughs> hi. Oh, hey, Renz. Hi. Get closer to the mic, Renz. We talked I'm about that. I'm sorry. Debbie and Gary, I just want to point out now, if you're listening, that <laughs> off air, I said to Renz and I said to Russell, this is going to be a good one because we don't have to worry about microphone um, awareness. Etiquette. Etiquette. Oh, good word. Thank you. You're Etiquette. Welcome. And then what does she do? Fucked she sits up. fucking away from the <laughs> microphone the first thing I introduce her. So we'll edit that bit out. No, I won't. Hi, Renz. No, hi. How are you? I'm good. Is that better? That's much better. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> Um, it's not Renzo, is it? I always get it wrong. Ranz. It's Ranzi. Yeah. Is it Ranzi? It's supposed to be Renzade. Whatever that squiggle thing on the E is, I think. It's well, it's your name. Yeah, surely you should What's, know that. I didn't, I didn't come up with that name. That's the thing. That's a fair point. No, but yeah. you... you well, how, do you, how do you like to be called? Anything. Renz, Ranzi. Hi, there. How are you? <laughs> How's it going? <laughs> we'll call you... Thank you for bringing us Tobro home today. Oh, yeah. you're so welcome. I think this has started a trend now. Uh, no, absolutely, yeah. <laughs> And I, and I like I'm, I'm setting yeah. the bar quite high. For future guests, can I? Yeah, chocolate bars, sweets, surprise us. There you go. I'm more of a jelly sweet fan. If I was going to be very honest, mm. <sighs> like jelly babies and fruit pastels. Not so much and stuff. Je- fruit pastels, yeah. I do like a fruit pastel. A Har- I'm a Haribo kind of guy. 
Oh, well, gelatin sort of chewy ones. Yeah, okay. Well, next time. Next time. Well, there isn't a next time, mate. Oh, there will be, Jake. I'll make sure there will be a next it's time. Yeah. So don't fuck this up. <laughs> so it's a one-off. It's a one-off. Um, I would like to say, though, um, Damien, thank you very much for your Snickers, but we, we talked off air again, and mm-hmm. Russell said that Toblerone's better than Snickers. Yeah, I think a Toblerone's so, a step up. Um, Renzi, as I call her, or Ranzi, as she's supposed to be known with the thing above the E, has a trump chew. What, so are, we gonna, what are we going to go with? Let's go with Rand. Rands. Yeah. Well, you know I'm going to say Rins half the time because oh. that's what I've called you for the last however long I've known you for. You shall continue, Jay. You shall continue. Now, I met you. Let's try to work out when I met you. <laughs> oh, God. Jay's, I know. Jay's doing maths. This could it's take a while. English. <laughs> that's for sure. That's a low fucking bar, mate. I'll talk, I'll talk to you about this off air, actually, about the English stuff. <laughs> I have a feeling I know where this is going. <laughs> Hasn't <laughs> the highlight of my week so far. Um, I met you when you were just a little wee snapper. Right. A wee-wee snapper when you was in bands, but we'll get to that. Mm. Um, you were born in Phuket. I was born in Bangkok. Okay. Mm. And I Shows how much you know. All right, let's, <laughs> let's start, let's start this whole fucking thing. Great research. <laughs> right. Okay, now I'm being attacked Don't know your name, don't know where you were born. At least I can talk into the microphone properly. <laughs> Ranzi, yes, born in so, Bangkok. Yes. Known and... you for years. Thanks for the yeah. Toberone. You're so welcome. <laughs> <laughs> Keep continuing. Um, loving. Born in Bangkok. How old are you now? I, I am 26. You're 26 now? Mm. Jesus. Is that old? No. <laughs> no, but it's one of those things is when you meet someone. Right. Especially because I met you probably, Young, probably yeah. was about 15 years ago. Doesn't I, seem like we grow up, do we? No, right. and you kind of, but then again. I, it's I, it's I not just that you don't grow up. It's more to the point that there's a lot of growth and change that happens. Sure, from, sure. Like. You know, 10, 11, 12 to right. mid-20s, right? Yeah, that, that's yeah, a big yeah, change yeah. versus saying 30 to 40. Sure, and yeah. for the likes of us that have been here a while, when we've known kids, essentially, right. and you see them now like, oh, yeah, what do you mean not they're exactly uni? kids. What do, you mean they're ha- what do you mean they're having their own children? I know, getting what? married, bought a new house, bought a new yeah. car. It's like, oh, oh, the fucking right phone. You're having children? No. <laughs> oh. Never. Oh, right. <laughs> I've got enough siblings and that's it. Well, we're gonna get, let's get <laughs> yeah, to that. Yeah. Let's get to that. We've got a lot to unravel today. <laughs> right. Strap yourselves in, folks. <laughs> Five minutes in. Um, born in Bangkok to... We've covered um, that, yeah, No, I know. I know, I know, I know. You do have a lot of siblings. How many siblings do you have? I have, including myself, five of us. Okay. So there's so five... So four siblings. Yeah, thank yeah. you. for. Do- I, I, I could work that one out. Um, mother's Thai. Yeah. Father's British? Yeah. Okay. And they met in... They met in Bangkok. Okay. Yeah. So they met when they were quite young, actually. My dad was early 20s and my mum was just about hitting her 20s. Okay. Yeah. And they've been together since. Sweet. That's fantastic. That's really sweet. And you have a quite close-knit family with lots of siblings. (laughs) Yeah. About a whole football team. About, it feels like. (laughs) Five side. side. (laughs) With a coach. Yeah. Yeah. Are Are they all based in Bangkok? Sorry? Are they all based up in Bangkok? No, they, we all live here together. All oh, right, yeah. okay. And where do you rank in the... The best? The, yeah, what, in the one to five. Were you first, middle, um, or last? First born. Oh, wow, okay. Yeah, and the best child. Well, obviously. Obviously. Yeah. Did you feel that growing up that you were looking after your siblings a lot? I've jumped really e- far ahead. But yes, yes. Because I do see yeah. you look after your, your little ones yeah. quite a lot. Do you feel like the mother figure rather than the big sister? or A bit of both. Because I can still give them sass and then... You know, it's not as mum level, 
you know, I can handle it before mum handles the serious yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. So kind of if they're out of like line. Like management. Yeah, yeah, there you go. I check them first and then there's, you know what, if you're not going to, yeah, if, you're, you, if you're ready to risk it all I'll with send mum, you the big boss. Because <laughs> mum is Asian, she will go her Asian ways. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is mum the authoritarian in effect? Oh, authoritarian. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, everything. Everything. <laughs> 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 I got the whip motion going. Yeah. I was glad that it was a whip motion. What's the, the age range between yourself and the youngest? My, okay, so the, uh, my sister that was born after me, she's 13 years younger wow, okay. than, than me. Wow, they waited a long time. Oh, yeah. Very rumpy pumpy. Yeah, oh, yeah. They, they moved, we moved to You Phuket. must have put them off. <laughs> <laughs> we're, not, we're not having any more. What, whatever Fuck you do. Their the, the expectations were going lower and lower each year as I grow up. So <laughs> I just need other people to When you were 13, them. you went, oh, for fuck's sake, we need to. Uh, let's um, let's give it another try. Yeah, yeah. yeah so as soon it can't as be that bad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so as soon as we moved to Phuket, um, just, yeah, end of year. Baby, mid-year babies coming. Yeah, so I hope there's not any more. Oh, well, let's not. Yeah. Well, so it, from you to you, the second was 13 years, and from the second to the fifth was... Uh, so... <laughs> a well, year I, and a half. <laughs> <laughs> so the, the, the younger sister, who's 13 years apart from me, she's 14 now, and then we have a 12-year-old, we have an 11-year-old, and we've got a 6-year-old. Right, okay. Yeah. Wow. So... so you can cough it's okay Russell does it all the time when did you move down to Phuket uh, around when I was about 10 or 11 years old and what brought you down here oh sorry what brought me down no let me ask that because that's usually my <laughs> well I'm going to guess your parents brought you down here yeah but... <laughs> yes a car <laughs> particular no. but what was the reason that you came down um, my dad had an editing a magazine editor job here Okay, so, was, so. Is, is that what he was doing in Bangkok? Um, not quite. He did actually all sorts of jobs, um, and t you know, today as well. But he used to be uh, a teacher at international schools. And then I think his passion is writing. So he found, he found jobs online. And then the, the, I guess the, big, the bigger job kind of led him to Phuket. Mm. So he came down for a little bit for like a small job. And then he enjoyed it. And I say, yeah, I came back and let's move to Phuket. How did you feel at 10 years old moving to Phuket? It was quite traumatic because I was very attached with my friends over there. And, you know, just moving province completely was was quite terrifying. But I'm glad we made the move. I realized later that, you know, Bangkok wasn't really the, the place that I would mm. enjoy growing up you further. You at the time though, right? Yeah. 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 So I'm, I'm actually, it was a really good move. And you saw you were 10 when you came here? Yeah, about, about that age. So... But it, it was sad, you know, yeah. I, you know, we... 16 we... years ago, Russ. <laughs> no, I was trying to work out the year. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. 2004-ish. 2006. You see, I don't, I don't put those kind of dates. <laughs> Russell does. <laughs> yeah, so, so we've all been in Phuket the same amount right, of time. Right, 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 right. So, yeah. But no, it's good. It was Can good. I just jump in here for a second? Are you... Are you asking me? Yeah, I'm asking you a question. <laughs> so I, I reckon, well, I actually am looking at you thinking, no, today, maybe not. But I'm... <laughs> Is it that obvious? No, I'm kind of, I'm, we're sitting here having a chat with you as a 26-year-old, and I'm kind of feeling like when you're talking about your parents, like I'm envisioning your parents as like my parents, our parents, like we're all on the same sort of my page. My dad I'm, is I'm suddenly 50 realizing years old, he's, yeah. Your dad's probably our age. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that just suddenly struck me. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> wow. You guys okay. feel old now? <laughs> well, I think I met you. No. Yeah. <laughs> Good. Well, I don't feel old. Other, other feelings today, but, but definitely not old. 
because I, I met your dad. I mean, we, we know Nick really well. Mm. Why are you looking at me like that? I'm trying to work out what you're feeling. What do you mean? You Let's, do you <laughs> Let's do that afterwards. Let's do that afterwards. There's but this intense chemistry going on. Should I leave the room, guys? No, 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 no. no. Probably not. Oh, we can do though. intense. Or <laughs> <laughs> well, we can live in caravans. I don't mind. The tents sometimes get blown down. Cha. Thank you very much. And he's I'll back in the week. room. All right, Karen, on. Um, who's Karen? <laughs> back to Nick. No, that's not. That, that's Rans. Well, and, oh, for fuck's sake. Um, oh, how does Nick? <laughs> <laughs> when you got down here at 10... You obviously you went to school here. Where did you go to school? I went to uh, the first school I went to was it was a Thai school. Um, it's it's by Vachira Hospital. So and were you at Thai school in Bangkok as well? Yeah, I was in I was in quite a few schools. I was in internationals and bilinguals, and we switched to Thai schools because I had no knowledge of reading and writing Thai. I can speak it, but I I can't read or write it. So. Yeah, my parents did like the little uh, quick move. It was it was also quite traumatic because Thai schools and internationals are very different. Hugely different. Shocking. Huge. So yeah. it was I'm a shock. Shocked. It was a shock and a half to my system going from a very nice like where where all the teachers cared about you and like you know kind of put cotton wool around your feelings a little bit to a Thai school where they don't really care about you. So if you don't do your homework, here's a ruler on your hand. You know. So yeah. That's how I grew up. To be fair. <laughs> In all fairness, yeah. <clears throat> yeah. So, so how long were you at the... Did you, you, but you changed schools yeah. a few times. So you Quite went to the Thai yeah. school. Why were you changing schools so much? And, and, and my other question along the lines of that, was that quite traumatic for you? Um, not so much. I guess I got used to moving house <laughs> and schools. We did that a lot. So every time... But we, in Phuket, yeah. it's weird that you move house and move schools so much. Yeah. Well, not in Phuket. Uh, not so much in Phuket because the driving distance is not too bad. Yeah. So you can move school and still be at the same house. But yeah, in Bangkok, we used to move around with, oh, with okay. the school. Yeah, because dad would get jobs at different schools. Um, oh, so so the, you would go oh, with Yeah, there you go. Okay, yeah. get it, get it. There get you go, it. so that's how it how came out. How does it feel for you as a 13-year-old when the news breaks that you're no longer going to be an only child? It was exciting. It was weird. It was so weird to see my mum pregnant. <laughs> so weird, just walking around with this huge belly and like, oh. <laughs> so, but it was nice it was nice I think I, I I took me a minute to get used to the fact of having this newborn baby around the attention's going there so I think I tried to play it up with my mum a little bit my mum's like nah you're not you're not you're not doing this only child thing anymore <laughs> so like okay yeah okay I tested the waters not gonna work <laughs> and then I got used to it yeah cool yeah excellent now I met you through um entertainment through mm. through bands and, and knowing debbie and gary um and obviously blaze as well mm. because i think it was uh, you were in fake smiles which was that was that the first it was legends of siam legends, legends of yeah. siam that's yes. it yeah we okay. were babies yeah. we're how babies. old were you when you started that i was about 15 so yeah were you playing music and things <laughs> just things we always musically clued up <laughs> thank you <Russ>. <laughs> I was, I always had interest in music, but I didn't know that until, I know, right? Sounds weird. No, it sounds really weird. <laughs> I, okay, when I was younger, the idea of someone playing an instrument, I thought it was like a special, like, uh, gift. Where when, when you say you were younger, how, what age, give us a context. 
Context. Three, four, okay. you know, that that young. But I, I would walk around the house putting on like yellow polka dot bikini on the cassette tape every day. That was mm -hmm. my jam. That's it, for real. <laughs> That's another story. And it's the chipmunk voice as well. It had to be that. <laughs> yeah, so um, so I think dad saw that I was into music and I sang I'm along. I'm sorry, your dad, you, you were listening to Itsy Bitsy Teeny Weeny Yellow Polka Dot Bikini. And <laughs> sung went, by Alvin and the Chipmunks. Yeah. And, and, and your dad went, yeah, she's into music. That so was, maybe that it's because... Be <laughs> right, all together, folks. <laughs> One, two, three. It's a uh, teeny weeny. And was that the Timmy Mallet version? Or oh, sorry, it was high pitch. It's a teeny weeny. Slightly sped up too. Yeah, that's the one. Sorry, who? But when who Timmy Mallet was the one that sang that song? You don't know who Timmy Mallet is? No, but you won't because you didn't grow up in the UK. You probably don't know Timmy Mallet. Timmy Mallet was a children's entertainer. Used to run a show on, I think it was Saturday mornings. Anyway, doesn't matter. He sang that song. He was one of these kids right. presenters that probably yeah. abused him at some point. Yeah. Allegedly. Right. Allegedly. Oh, no. So when did you first get into, because right, you're, like, in, you're in Legends music, of Side yeah. so, so you're at that time you are the drummer. Yeah. But you must have learned to drum before that. Yes, yes. I took some drumming lessons in Bangkok. And why the drums? Why the drums? Uh, I have no idea. Was it because uh -huh. you love Phil Collins? I didn't know who Phil, who Phil Collins was. You knew who Phil Collins was when <laughs> we met. What do you mean? That's who yeah. I called you. Yeah, but no, I actually took piano lessons first. Um, and then... You were just heavy on the keys. No, I was actually quite all right. I was actually quite all right. One of my teacher's he's, favorites he's, as well. Nice he, try, Russell. No, no, no. <laughs> Russell plays the ivories. I can... Well, he, I'm he, sure you're better. Twinkle, twinkle, little star and stuff. Cute. Yeah, he's really right? the, bit of the entertainer. Uh -huh. There you go. There go. I mean, I don't really like the entertainer that much. Twinkle, little star, all the way. There we go. Yeah, there we go. If it's not, it's a beanie, weenie, weenie, teeny, weenie. That's yeah. your new song to learn now. There we go. Yeah. So, uh, your parents musicians or? My dad. My dad is a bit of a musician. He plays trumpet, harmonica, and he writes his own music every now and then. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> and. So back to me taking piano lessons. It's actually uh, it's a building with quite a few stories. What a piano? It's like gigantic <laughs> piano. I had to climb up the stairs to press the high C. Anyways, um, so the any, any musician will get that joke. <laughs> yeah. Us non-musicians like that. That's a proper high C. That is. <laughs> so I to climb up. But anyways, I went upstairs and there was the drum studio, and it's like a cartoon where you, where you just see the aura come out of. Yeah. that instrument so i was like dad i want to play drums dad's like okay so from then yeah i learned i learned drums but i was super shy i wouldn't i wouldn't play the drums alone i had to have my teacher play with me okay yeah it was weird like you wouldn't believe i was a shy kid you're right <laughs> <laughs> and when you did the drums did you have any did you want the drums or did, at that point did you want to be a musician or is it you just wanted to play as a hobby i just wanted to play I didn't, I didn't understand the concept of being a musician or having a job around music. Okay. Yeah, it's just something I enjoyed doing. And when you got here and you were still, were you still playing the drums then? Yes and no. I had, I've taken a break from the drums since. And then I got, uh, the, Dad met Gary when he opened the studio um, and kind of introduced himself. So you should explain and, to the, the, yeah. the listener who doesn't know who Gary, Gary right, right. from Legends Music Studio yeah, yeah. Mm. opened. Is this when, is this the Siobhan time as well? Before Siobhan time. Before Siobhan yeah. time, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they, Gary opened up a music a recording studio in Boat Lagoon. Mm. And it was, it was a kind of a new scene 
to Phuket. So my dad was interested. He was working with the newspaper at the time. Gazette. So yeah. Yep. So he, you know, just anyone new on the island, he wants to get them, you know, help get the word out. Yada da da da. So met Gary, became good friends, and found out that Gary had a son who played guitar. And then What's dad that, Blaze? was yeah, Blaze. Sure. I love Blaze in Nashville right now, living the rock star dream. Man, um, <laughs> drinking a shitload of Jack, 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 Jack Daniels. Here we go. Guarantee it. Yeah. He's hammered most of it. Bless him. But I think he's working really hard. There. No, I, I, I actually is, spoke yeah. to Debbie and Gary the other week, and he, they said that he is doing really well. Fair mm. play to good luck. Good job, Blaze. Yeah, Blazing a trail. You're welcome. So yeah. Blaze was playing the guitar. You yeah. had... And then dad was like, hey, my daughter kind of plays drums. Would you mind? Just like, I, I don't know what the conversation was, but we, we got together eventually. Um, I was like a mouse on the drums because I was super shy. Like, who's this new people? Look terrifying with all the mm -hmm. kiss tattoos and... <laughs> 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 Meeting Debbie and Gary for the first time. It's intimidating, yes. isn't yeah. it? And look, I, they are the most beautiful people in the mm -hmm. whole world, mm -hmm. inside and out. But oh, you, yeah. you look at Debbie and you think, fuck me, Amy Winehouse has done more drugs than I've ever seen in my life. And then Gary, you're right, tattoos everywhere, kiss stuff yeah, everywhere. Yeah, Just yeah. this South African accent and you think, fucking hell, all these two <laughs> mental people. But, but yeah, strip it back. Incredible. They are yeah. beautiful people. Really, beautiful really people. Am I allowed to like to strip Debbie back? Is that? She, I, yeah, you would. Yeah, okay. Yeah, we would. Sorry, <laughs> Sorry <Gary>. Debbie. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I, I'm, I'm, sure, I'm sure he'd appreciate that too. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so how did it all come about? They just said, look, let's put a band together. Was that Gary's idea, was it? I, I have no idea, to be honest, who whose idea it was first, but I think, I think probably Gary, because um, Blaze was probably wanting to play in a band because they were quite new to the island too so um i stepped in on drums and then blaze made a few friends uh who can play bass and can sing so we just it just happened and how was that experience for you it was fun it was interesting um gary really made sure we kind of had had like the the experience of professional musicians so we did a lot of practicing um, we hung, we hung out together a lot. We'd get gigs at, you know, and the average age was like a 12, 13 years old for the, you know, the whole band. And we did, we did big gigs. That was quite impressive. I what? remember you doing hard rock. Cafe. Yeah. Yeah. We opened for quite a few, um, popular Thai bands. So but when, would, when would the hard rock gig have been? I mean, you probably did a few like down there, but I'm yeah. Not, well, it was Battle of the Bands, I'd imagine. Yeah, yeah, there was Battle of the Bands. Yeah, it might yeah. be one of those, actually. But again, this is circa 15, 14 years ago, mm. right? Whatever That's happened. Probably just about 10, 10 or so years. I see yeah. whatever happened. You, you did a few other gigs, and you did some videos as well. There was yeah, lots of music videos. A, we <laughs> Lots of original music on YouTube, and you know, I guess nowadays Spotify, yeah. too. Oh, yeah. Now, <laughs> <laughs> years ago, it used to be on Right. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, honestly, we, we we did a couple of, you know, things on YouTube and now it's Spotify. Fucking yeah. <laughs> hell. I know, mate. right? Damn. The world Give technology a chance. Yeah, I know. Jesus Christ. Um, do you remember your first gig? That's a no. No, actually, I don't. Okay. I don't. I really don't. Because we did quite a few. And I remember the first few were were equally terrifying. So I couldn't pin down when the first gig was. What, can you remember what you what you were nervous about? Um, yeah, 
actually. We were nervous. Well, obviously, we wanted to play everything, like all the chords correctly, yeah. all the drum fills correctly. That mm -hmm. was one pressure. The other one is that there's, I don't know, it feels like there's extra judgment because we're kids. Like, and that's the point I was going to kind of get like to. Expectations. I was, well, I was wondering if it might actually be the other way around. Um, because your kids, that you get a bit more leeway with that. No. So I was wondering from you what, whether you felt that pressure. Well, actually, no. Gary, Gary made sure to, to, to let us, you know, grow up in the, the real professional band environment mm. where, like, there's no shortcut, really. Like, yeah. you can't just get away with things because you're younger. Like, if you want to choose this as your path, you're going to have to learn young yeah. what to do. But did you want that to be your path? Or for, for you, did you... I, I found out I, I wanted... Yeah, yeah. So you, you found out as you were going through yeah. that actually, yeah, this is what yeah, I want. That's yeah, cool. yeah. It okay. started off like, okay, let's give it a try, see, you see know, where happens. it goes. I wasn't expecting to be like, oh, we're going to do that with, you know. So I think that's why the journey was, was nice, because mm. I wasn't expecting um, a future for, you know, this, this path, I guess. So yeah. were you singing at the time or still just drumming? Just drumming. I was terrified of singing. Wow. I loved singing. I loved singing before <laughs> drumming even, you know, but it's just something so vulnerable about it. I, I just feel shy. I, I, mm, I know that me. feeling. Yeah. I, can t I can feel that feeling. The difference is <laughs> she can sing though. I can sing one song. You've heard it. I know. I, yeah, I was Three months of practicing <laughs> with the amazing Pete. Love you, Pete. <laughs> Yeah. When the, the, the natural um, time for Legends of Siam faded, mm. obviously, because everyone gets old, everyone moves yeah, on. Yeah, and yeah. I, I can't remember who the lead singer was. It was a blonde chick, was it? Was Jasmine. Oh, Jasmine. We actually had quite a few singers. We had Jasmine, we had Gemma. I think Gemma, you might have remembered Gemma, the blonde girl. Yeah, maybe. She was one that used to come with a feather boa. Yeah. 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 Okay, I remember her. I don't remember Jasmine. Oh, Jasmine was a... Maybe I do. I don't know. Anyway, it doesn't matter. We don't uh, care I'll, about this, Jasmine. <laughs> They've gone. Yeah, yeah you're yeah, out no, of our, our, our latest uh, lead singer was uh, Gemma. So okay. you, that's probably who you remember. When it came to an end, what, what was the reason for that? Or was it just you'd all just moved on? Or yeah, we all just moved on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we all read the headlines. But we want the real story. <laughs> Dad was in the paper. <laughs> he wrote about it. But what was it? Just no, no, everyone just moved, moved out of Phuket. So, you know, the band couldn't get together anymore. And I think during that was, you know, that time where all that was happening, Blaze and I were still together. We still wanted to make music. But I think the taste, the the music itself has changed because we write our own songs as well. Mm -hmm. Not we, I didn't really write it. I just drummed on it. It's Gary and Blaze mostly. So I think the style in music got a little bit more grown up sounding, if that makes mm -hmm. sense. It's a very polite way to say weird. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Shite. Have you heard his, have you heard his dark fiber stuff? <laughs> oh my God. Psychedelic Amazing, drug. isn't it? it? Yeah, if you're on drugs. That's exactly. <laughs> no, I'm just joking. I love yeah, you. Yeah. I love you, Gary. I love Dark Fiber. <laughs> so, what happened then? So, so it all kind of. But what age were you when it, the Legends of Siam mm. kind of? I was probably oh, 16, 17. So and I think Legends of Siam. What did you want to do then with your life? I have no idea. You still and you, no. Were you studying? Were you doing anything? Or I was just... kind of studying. I actually dropped out of school when I was 16. Like okay. I didn't carry on um, just because I didn't like school. Friend. And my parents never really pressured me into just academic stuff. So, but I was fortunate enough to um, have people, you know, just handing opportunities to me a little bit. I'm Money grateful for just that. <laughs> just, <laughs> I wish, yeah. but no, just uh, like job opportunities. Um, like, you know, my neighbor, my first job was uh, working at a coffee shop 
that my neighbor owned. And then um, obviously knowing, knowing Gary and Debbie actually opened so many doors for me as well. So I was able to work at the newspaper, uh, Puka News for a bit. And then the coup happened. Mm -hmm. So all the radio stations had to be shut down and then we kind of had to look for a new job anyways. But thankfully, Papa, Puka Academy of Performing Arts, they opened up a teaching position and I went for it. So Gary, Gary said, hey, this spot's opened. Are you interested? Seeing that, you know, the radio is a little bit boring now because nothing to do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I said, yeah. And then cool, I was I was teaching music from then. So it's been about 10 or so years. So that was that that was it. That I, was know, I know. I <laughs> know. Becoming weird. a music teacher. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That did just kind of fall at your feet, so to speak. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And what were you teaching at that to start with? Uh, to start with, I was teaching piano. No, sorry. Singing and drums. And then I kind of got into teaching piano as well. I was 18 at the time, you 17, teaching, 18. You teach them how to, how to read music how yeah, to, and follow yeah, it, and yeah. not just the function of it. Well, we try to, we try to get both because, you know, uh, most of the times kids just want to have fun and play the instruments. The so the theory there. side, like reading, sight reading and all that can kind of put them off like a mm. little bit. So, yeah. but we try to incorporate it, obviously, um, but we keep it fun. Mm. So like... Okay, pick your favorite song, learn this. Oh, by the way, that is called this technique. So, And, and that's what you're still doing now. Yeah. So it's been 10 years. Yeah. Isn't it? So I'm just going to put that to one side. Just get... <laughs> Sorry, there's a lot happening. No, <laughs> I know. I know. I just want to put that that kind of the work side of things yeah. to where you are. I just want to go back to the bands uh, yeah, a little yeah, yeah. bit. Um, so after the Legends of Siam, was it that that was then Fake Smiles? Am I jumping ahead? Legends of Siam and then it became Fake Smiles. Yeah. And that was just you and Blaze? Yeah. <laughs> And what was the thought process there? Just to keep doing something? Yeah, to keep doing something, to keep releasing. Because we were on a good path, you know. Um, we, we, we had good opportunities and everything. Um, so, yeah, we w would like to keep it going. Because the following was quite good. Yeah. And, and then how was that becoming a... Um, sorry, I just put the air collar. I was cold. So <laughs> I fucking freezing. No, I know. Well, I should put it up again. No, I'm just, I was just... Well, you could have done it. It's right there, Russ. The well, I would have cuddled. I would have cuddled Bree, but he's not allowed on the sofa anymore. Bree's not allowed on the sofa. Apparently Why not? not. Don't know. You're a dog trainer. No, as far, can, if, as far as I'm concerned, if he wants to come on the sofa and I let him up, that's allowed. If but it's he will, your sofa, he will always ask permission, and I will always give him permission. So it's all good. You won't ask permission. Dogs can't talk. <laughs> Don't look at him as though he's going to start talking. I've seen your social media clips. It's not real. How was it after going from a band to go to a, um, a I don't want to say a duet, <laughs> it's the wrong yeah. word, isn't it? To a, what do you call it? Well, it was two of them. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but what would you call it if it's just we're, two of you in the well, band? Well, we're still a band because... Hold on, you just said the Pet Shop Boys. Are you, are you, are you playing Blaze <laughs> and Rans in the same, they're the Pet Shop Boys? Well, fuck no, Pet Shop Boys are awesome. <laughs> <laughs> hey, my first live concert was the Pet Shop Boys. Was it really? It really was actually in Hong Kong. I bet you enjoyed oh, that, that didn't you, mate? I loved it. It was I amazing. I'm a big Pet Shop Boys fan. Did you have fan. a great time afterwards as well? Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. did. Didn't you, boys? <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Fabulous. So you were seeing a, just a, a, a couple. <laughs> a couple is the wrong word. God forbid. <laughs> so you're in Fake Smiles, it's just you and Blaze. And yeah. are you still gigging at that point as well? Um, yes, we didn't gig as often um, as Le uh, Legends of Sam. Um where was I trying to get to? Uh, but we felt like a band because, um, you know, the element of having a band play the songs was still there. So Blaze, for instance, would record guitars and bass 
and you know i would step in on keys and drums keys yeah. um piano if need to so it still had the band feel it's just the two, two people and plus gary mixing and producing so yeah it, it, it was all right yeah. it didn't feel weird but it was actually kind of nicer because i think they had more freedom to just explore a little bit because there were less people mm-hmm. to to just ask you know, bounce ideas off <laughs> so yeah things just happen easier did you ever want to make the band life your full-time job or were you happy teaching and just having the band on the side um at the moment i'm i'm very happy with teaching and having uh you know other music projects on the side at the time i really enjoyed the band life i wanted to make it part of my life growing Mm. you know in the future and everything but yeah that was before i had the teaching job so everything was the band situation is very very important to me yeah mm. i mean it still is but work first yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right well let's touch on the old work stuff so 10 years ago you started working as a music teacher yeah how's it going great i'm still loving it it still it still feels fresh and new which is i think very important um you know to, to being in a job you know, what, but I don't. I don't really consider it like a job job because I actually. What age group it. are you teaching? And are you? Do you take them a newbie? I've never touched piano before. How to start all the way through to. Whatever the other end is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we have we have a combination. <laughs> Peter Benz at the other end, right? I mean, you're somewhere Mozart. in between. Yeah, yeah. Mozart level. Yeah. No, nah, no. Nah, if you're Mozart level, I don't think you need lessons anymore. Yeah. But. <laughs> It'll be nice to be in your presence, though. Uh, yeah, we have all kinds of ages. So we, we have, like, baby, itty-bitty, like, four-year-olds. Well, five, actually, on starting on the drums. And we have teenagers. We have adult students. Yeah. And where do you do this? Um, we, we have two locations. We teach at... You keep saying we. We. This is Papa. Yes, okay, sorry. So you're, Papa. You're Papa. Yeah, so yeah. You're, you're representing Papa. That's all I'm just trying to right, remember. Right, representing Papa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Phuket Academy of Performing Art. We should probably we should probably explain that. What? It's the Phuket Academy of Performing Arts. Yeah, music teaching. That's what Papa is. But you've got so two locations. Yes, we have one at UWCT for UWC students or private lessons. That's only for UWC students. Yes, and then we have the main office, which is Legend Music, in Kokel area. Which is down a little. Just estate near BIS. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which and is then where I had my singing lessons. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. And that facility is actually more open to anyone around the island. So whereas UWC is only for UWC people. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> posh bastard. Posh. Just, actually, posh is the wrong word. Not going to descend from upon high to mingle with the commoners. No, exactly. <laughs> They'll look forward to their slaughterhouse, which is being built right next to it. Oh my god, yeah. The, some, some kids have been protesting already. Which is, Are they really? Yeah. It's very well, if they don't want to be slaughtered, it's probably, yeah, it's probably not a good idea to kill yeah. kids. Don't kill kids, everyone. <laughs> it's not good. Yeah. Or if you do, hide the evidence. Yeah. Um, <laughs> is that the wrong thing to say? Possibly. Oh, well, I don't care today. Are you spend uh, You, you there, do you spend most of your time up at UWC or are you at the other one? Uh, UWC. Okay. More. Mm. And do you enjoy going up there? And teaching those kids. And are they... And you can be honest, and I will delete it if you say the wrong thing. Um, are those kids wanting to have lessons, or is it, are they being forced to? Actually, we're lucky enough to have kids that actually want to do music um, by themselves. 
and they enjoy it. So we, we rarely come across kids that have been put into the music lessons for the parents. Yeah. Taking UWC to one side, I don't mm. want to talk about them anymore for two seconds. Yep. Um, have you ever taught kids that have been pushed into it by their parents? Yes. And how do you deal with that? Um, I'm looking for some advice. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's... Your parents pushing you into music? Because I'll have a fucking word with them. <laughs> no, do you know, it's, it's, it's always nice to be <laughs> able to have... I'm not saying anything. <laughs> you guys are so naughty. There's, I feel so left out. With all this like eyes exchanging. <laughs> yeah. I'm smiling sweetly. Yeah. I know, I can see that. <laughs> anyway, tell me about teaching kids that don't want to be taught. No, it's just, I see a lot of... Uh, and I'm asking for, I am asking really for a reason. Mm. Um, I, I don't force my kids into doing anything. Right. Um, and maybe I should, maybe I shouldn't. I, I, I don't know. And at the moment, I'm having all sorts of questions to myself about right. parenting and if I'm good or if I'm bad. And that's Aww. a whole other story. But I do see a lot of kids being forced to go and do stuff. Right. And I don't. And sometimes you see, like, go and play that sport, go and do this, go and do that. And they actually, and then sometimes they can excel at it and they get it and, you know, they might hate it to start with. And you right, hear all these right. things. Oh, my parents made me do it as a kid. I didn't want to do it, but now I'm pleased they did. Da, da, da. Mm. And I just wanted to know your experience from, from having people that are forced to do something that they might not want to do. Right. Well, there's as a teacher, I think we can always find a way to get the student to enjoy the lesson. So whether I wish or not more teachers were like that. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say that's that's down to the individual teacher. Right. You're, you're right. right. That, yeah. That's part yeah. of the job. Because like we, you know, we can have kids that are super enthusiastic about music, but they don't have the natural ability. So we have to work with that as well. So some kids don't even know they have the natural musical ability, and then the parents put them in this spot, and then they end up enjoying it. So it really depends on how the teacher is going to approach the student. So you can you can meet both your expectations and the parents' expectations by having the kid kind of enjoy it a little yeah. bit. So and then obviously the teacher will be able to tell um, if this is the kid's thing or not. So we don't really want to force it as well because if if it's gonna make a kid like hate music or not enjoy it in general, we don't want to force that on them. So it really depends. It really depends on the kid. The so I remember, uh, sorry, uh, jumping Russ. Uh, Debbie was telling me about Blaze really wanted to play the guitar and play the guitar, and they wouldn't let him. They did mm. not get him a guitar until he was a little bit further down the line right, and he was right. a little bit yeah. older. Mm. And I thought that was really interesting because now he's just, I mean, I've never yeah. seen him without a guitar. Because you, you got him. whiskey. I guess, <laughs> I guess I understand that because um, it's, it's really the kid wanting to do it so if they have the same drive they they had when they were like three or four when they're seven or eight that's probably a good thing to yeah. to get them into it's lessons it's not an impulsive already. thing at that point it's, yeah 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 yeah. because yeah. starting at a young age they might enjoy it they might like it but you know if you stop all of a sudden everything goes out the window because of how your brain's not fully developed and mm. everything like that so yeah it really depends on the individual have you used the music more in line as a therapy for kids so yeah and i you probably know i use the dogs the, mm, the, the mm, therapy mm, dog work mm, but mm. using music as a, as a similar sort of thing as an outlet for kids yeah that might need um whether it's social engagement help right. or development help yeah. or whatever just as they might not have any interest in music right they might just want to come in and sort of smash fuck out the drums or whatever yeah. it is or just saying not with any 
degree of fluency not necessarily because they want to get better at it but mm. just as that outlet yeah yeah yes we have we have quite a few of those um mostly in the same age group it's kind of the teens pre-teens to mm-hmm. kind of like late teens um s- bless their hearts some of them are, are not naturally good with music or singing but they enjoy coming to the lessons because they get to escape and it's a release yeah, yeah a little absolutely. bit you know some 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 lessons with with very very few students that actually turns into a little bit of a therapy session yeah. even you know um the kid might just be like you know what i'm really not feeling any music today at all okay cool let's not play music Let, let's chat mm. you know what's been going on you know what's bothering you so at the end of the session they'll be like yeah no thank you for the chat this that, that. i feel a lot better now so you can feel the shift in energy as mm-hmm. well so yeah, yeah, I guess that kind of answers your yeah. question a little bit. Yeah, no, yeah. absolutely, because <clears throat> music is, I mean, it's different for everyone, mm, mm, but mm. It, I, I, I would argue that most people, whether they are able to sing and dance mm, themselves, mm. still yeah. everyone's got, we, we love music. Yeah. Well, most people, I mean, different styles and different types, yeah. what have you, but we're all geared to enjoy right, movement and right. music within ourselves. Yeah, for sure. So using that as an outlet is fairly universal for, for most people. Mm. Now, all right, you might be the kid that I go. Like with the reading program we do with the dogs, some of the kids that will come to read with the dogs, they don't like to read. Right, yeah. Because yeah, they don't yeah. want, I don't want to read in front of you because right, there, there's yeah, judgment yeah. from the teacher yeah, or another yeah. person. You put them with the dog, they just start They're reading. Fine. And yeah, I, I will yeah. after a while, yeah, they, just, they just start reading. Yeah. So I was wondering if the same would be true with using music as the outlet like i really yeah. want to sing but i'm not going to sing in front of you guys yeah no but yeah. i'm not saying have a dog in a studio because that'd be horrific right. for the dog <laughs> but would but having that outlet as mm. of expression yeah be useful for their own social development for want of a better term yeah yeah for sure because um you know we we do have uh, a student or two as well that took on uh composing music composing lessons cool. and they kind of you know they have they have their issues you know as a teen and stuff like that so some some actually have slight depression or they're not exactly happy with life mm-hmm. and then they they're taking the skills that they've learned in music and then writing their own songs and getting to record them so it is it is kind oh. of therapeutic for them nice. in a way i used it i yeah. did i mean that's what i i mean when i was trying to battle with my depression which i'm totally over now um i used pete to go and have singing lessons. And, and I used it as a goal because I'd mm. never done singing before. Yeah. And I, okay, mm. I'd lie. I, I stood on front of, you sure. know, in front of people and I had sung with a band, but yeah. not of anything, yeah. you know, properly. To, to go into that one-on-one room with Pete and, and have those lessons was a challenge for me. Right, And I right. think even for adults, if, if you are feeling a little bit down and in dumps and, and shit with your life and you just want to go into a dark room and hope that life goes away and you never wake yeah. up, I don't know where I'm getting that feeling from. <laughs> but you can go and challenge yourself and set yourself these goals and i mm. think that if you can achieve that goal it does help you along your oh, way yeah, to, sure, to, to feel sure. better you, you're for right sure. but, the, but there is a difference with the two one is for you for you you're saying right i'm going to set myself or, or, or anyway i'm going to set myself a challenge and go and do this i'm, t- I'm going to take myself out of my comfort zone mm. and go and do this and that sense of achievement from doing it at whatever level is that's the benefit mm. Mm. but on the other mm. side it's it's more of a case of if I had, for example, if with you, if I had introduced you to music, just use that as an outlet and you just use that for whatever means that you need to help yourself to develop. And that 
it just changes you in its in its kind of its in, in its own way. Mm. So that they are slight. You're right, and having the challenges and goals and making yourself do different things is certainly helpful. But in t- particularly with us relating to like the kids and what have you, because kids as well, particularly teenagers, you know, we all go through a, it's a rough time, right? So um, and for those that are having, whether it's a social issue, whether it's a uh, a mental issue like I'm feeling depressed or unsure or what have you, again having that expressive outlet yeah, which music yeah. is very expressive yeah, yeah. Um, must be kind of cool for them it is it is or it's helpful, it's it, it's it doesn't you don't see it happening right away you don't it doesn't just happen because it is you're putting yourself out there you have to be willing mm. to just share your vulnerability a little bit you know it's it's always awkward you know when you're not just on your own right if you know music already and you know you know how to write stuff that's easy you can do yeah. you know whatever you want um but for someone that is looking for a way out and then like they chose music it's 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 something else you have to you know i don't know it's the extra energy you have to get over the fact that you're about to just lay yourself out there to this stranger yeah, yeah. but like you're, you're or a crowd a yeah no yeah, yeah 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 so no music can be very therapeutic it really depends on how or how you approach it too. Mm. Some people live, you know, with performing on stage, getting the reactions from the crowd. Some people just want like, I just, I just, I just want to sing. I just want to drum and then I'm happy. I'm back to my own world. See, yeah. that's interesting because we talked to, um, oh, give me a clue. Manchester United, uh, football, <laughs> where's Man U kit all the time he played? Mike Hoskins. Andrea. Andrea. Mm. We talked to Andrea Hoskins. <laughs> <laughs> Got, got there in the end anyway. <laughs> yeah to be too fair we talked to her and she came up with something that was really interesting she she was going and she was learning about how people deal with the anxiety and the depression after they perform so mm. you go yeah. and, and that's it when i perform i love performing and mm. you know that because i've i've emceed and performed and i wish i could have the talent to have musical talent or musical i can't even talk right now i wish i had a talent to, to do speak. anything <laughs> speak just have a life I wish I had the ability to play an instrument like yourself or Blaze. Mm. And I see you guys, I'm like, that is just, awesome. I love it. Yeah. Uh, I love watching you play the drums. I love watching Blaze play the guitar. I love performing. As soon as I get off that stage, vroom, yeah. you know, I hit this wall mm. of like, that's it. Mm. You know, I, I just go back straight into a dark, dark yeah, place. Yeah, and that. Andrew was going off to, to actually, to, she wanted to go <laughs> and research that. that was and I thing, think it was really yeah. interesting. Mm. Do, when you perform, how are you feeling? Because you said at the start you were quite shy when you first started. Mm-hmm. And now I see you on stage at performing loads of different places and mm-hmm. I've emceed with you and I've, uh. I've performed with you and then you're just there blurting out and you've got this amazing singing voice. You've got this oh, amazing you. range. You can play the drums. You can play the piano. You can emcee. You can talk Thai. You can talk English. You're, you're pretty much... Keep it coming. Keep it coming. <laughs> you brought us Toblerone. You brought us Toblerone. <laughs> Better than... It's all downhill from there. <laughs> Better than... You have pigs, love. <laughs> Better than Damien's shit <laughs> But how do you feel? Is it the performing that you love or is it just part of it? And do you have those ups and downs? or is it, are you just Oh so yeah, cool? for sure. We have ups and downs all the time. Um, in the moment while I'm on stage, I soak it all in. I, it's like, it's a whole different world when I'm on stage. Um, 
whole reason why I'm able to do what I'm doing now is I've always had this fantasy in my head of like, okay, I'm, I want to, I want to entertain when I finally figured out what I wanted to do. Mm. But before then I, I, I was, I was just overthinking about everything. Just like, Oh, people not going to like that. Da, 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 da. I just stopped being dramatic and then just, just went with it. Fair in terms Sorry, of that's probably the best <laughs> advice anyone could give me today. <laughs> yeah. That word. There. Yeah. 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 Just stop being dramatic. Just yeah, like just get on with get your on, life already. It. So like, if it makes you happy, just do it. If it, it doesn't make you happy, don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> what again? Naked podcast. Um, in terms of just taking up from Jay's other point, though, when you're on stage mm. uh, and you're doing a gig and you're taking it all in, and you're, you're sort of riding that crest of a wave. Do you feel that inevitable dip mm. afterwards? Oh yeah. And it's... is it quite a crash, or is it just like a bit of a yeah? It, the acceptance of yeah that's obviously that's always going to be a high mm. but the reality is always going to be lower oh yeah for sure for sure all the time but do you can you manage that or do you really feel yourself crash you have to manage it like you 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 can let yourself crash like there there, there will be times where i feel like okay you know reality is a little bit too <laughs> yeah. you know not quite as nice as last night where everyone was like whoa you yeah. know but it is what it is. Like, you know, if you come down from such a nice high after performing like that, you know, and you, reality hits you. It's just like, yeah, it's pretty it boring. But yeah, it is. At, at definitely. Day, right? yeah. Definitely. But like, there's nothing really you can do. No, there's, you can't artificially create but that. No, yeah. but like, I think, I think inside, if you can accept, mm. it's okay. It's okay. Like, you know, if, if reality is a little bit on the not so nice side, Ride it. Yeah. Like, what are you going to do? Like, go to the beach or something. Just distract yourself with, you know, get out of that little thing. So I try to do that. It's all picks and troughs. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. Now, yeah. I've, um, I've been backstage with you a couple of times as Careful. well. No, I was, was going to say, <laughs> I, have, I probably have. Hold on a we, minute. No. I probably <laughs> have. took a fucking sharp turn. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> Revealed. <Yeah. laughs> well, that's, that's one way to <laughs> okay. But the, the last event I think we worked together on was the one at the... Um, Pop runner. Was it popper? It wasn't popper. It, it might have been the proper one. It was the one Dasha was there. She's got a mad Dasha's yeah, by the way, yeah, that something got else. Skills. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's yeah. got skills. But it was one at the Underwood Factory, um, and it was a performance. In, uh, I was dressed as a, a, a spaceman. Yeah, suit. that was popper. Was that popper? Yeah, that was. But you went through how many changes of costumes? Quite and a stuff? few. <laughs> So I'm backstage seeing these guys and it's just, it's hectic back there. Yeah, it is quite chaotic. Yeah. yeah. We got like 30 seconds to change into this, you know, from whatever rock and roll suit to like a glamorous something, something. Right. We got to make it work. Yeah. But you're singing different genres of music. Mm. Is there as one particular genre that you just, that's my genre. That's what I want to, want to own. Or are you happy just to do? I'm happy to do a bit of everything. But what's I, your go-to? What's my go-to? Mm. When I, yeah, that's it. That's very interesting, right? But the, uh, I think the music that I listen to a lot is kind of more relaxing. So it's very opposite from Good what venue. I, what people know, know of me. So like gentle kind of R&B, kind of modern indie. I never would have thought you'd have said R&B. Right? Yeah. You and in, do you in some slow jams? No. <laughs> <laughs> it's like kind of groovy, like rhythm and beat and reggae everything reggae yeah mm, okay. reggae, yeah it's those are the two you know 
I have my playlist like divided. So, okay, we got the, the chill, we got the jamming, and then we got the I want to punch someone playlist. So those are more like screaming. What's, what's on that playlist? <laughs> yeah. we, got, we got screaming rock stuff, like, you know, yeah. it's pretty interesting. Yeah, it dep- really depends on my mood, but like a lot of... <laughs> My my go-to, I guess, is R&B, R&B and reggae, yeah. But it's interesting how music can affect your mood. Oh, and, yeah. And equally how mood can affect the music that you, you want. And yeah, 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 for sure. That's for very sure. cool. I love that about music. I, I, I'm, I'm a big fan of music in venues and, and how it affects the atmosphere. Mm. And it's something I've tried to promote in many aspects of mm. my work in life. And a lot of people don't listen. Mm. to the music or yeah. to me to be fair you know? <laughs> but they don't they don't get the fact mm. that music makes such a difference right in, this, in the atmosphere i think it's just so difficult for people to understand like because uh, i mean the radio music nowadays come on like well i think that the issue we have with radio here in phuket is it's not shite <laughs> i don't want to use that word because i respect the fact that the guys try to do stuff on the radio I think the issue is when I went back to the UK with the kids, we were listening to Radio 1, Radio 2, mm. even Radio 4. You know, it was this my dad listens to um, the classics, classic yeah. FM and stuff like that. There's such a, a choice. Right. You listen to new music all the time. Radio yeah. 1's just playing some really cool stuff. And yeah. it's, you know, even Radio 2's playing pretty yeah. much new music. You get back here and you've still got... It's the same old. Yeah. 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 And also, yeah, it's, it's, very ster- it's, it's very sterile. It's every week, it's the same the playlist. Same, yeah. It's like going yeah. to Singapore and getting in a taxi. And for those of you that have done it, you'll know exactly what I mean. <laughs> right? No, I they're agree. Just, they're just stuck. Yeah. Right? I mean, 80s, it, 90s, and that's it. Zahara said to me the other day, it's like, is, have they got, I mean, who, uh, um, Adam Levine from, name the band quickly. Cause it's Maroon 5. Maroon 5. <laughs> it's like, that's always, and I love Adam Levine. Yeah. He's a sexy, sexy man. I think sure. he's gorgeous. Okay. No, I think he is. Okay, Jay. I'm allowed to. Okay. But, and I love their music. Personally, I think sure. it's quite cool music. But they've been played over and over yeah. and yeah. over and over It's and nice over to a again. point, yeah. You know, it's like, I, and, and the only time you get the different music is when they have the, the BBC Top 40. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. and it's well, like, that's, that's the only time the you get, and it, yeah. they must go, oh my God, new music. Yeah. Going. <laughs> right. And that frustrates me because I think that, I know we have this thing called Spotify, which is brand <laughs> new in the whole world, and this thing called YouTube, <laughs> yeah. but it just frustrates me that we still don't have radio in Phuket yeah. that is... Right, up to date. It's up right, to date. right, it, it, right, and, right. It, and it pisses me off, especially being someone, two mm-hmm. of us, in, three of in us, that yeah. all kind of worked yeah. in the radio industry. Anyway, that's going off a <laughs> There you go. Thing. Should we set up our own radio station? <laughs> oh, well, how hard can that be? <laughs> oh, don't, don't. We looked into it. Anyway, let's not go. Um, Renz, we are, we are really cracking on. I, didn't, yeah. I, I could talk to you for hours and hours oh, and hours and hours because I think you're amazing. Oh, I, no, and honestly, you. I want to say this before Russell asks his question, which he hates, but I'm going to make him ask it anyway. I just want to say from the bottom of my heart, I think you are amazing. Oh, thank like, you. Like truly, truly amazing. You're, 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 you're lovely. No, you're more than lovely. Honestly, and that's not the, just because you wore a sober but that helps. <laughs> but the, but I'm glad. <laughs> I think you are so, so talented. Oh, thank so you, So talented and such a nice person. And I know we've all got demons and I know we've sure. all got issues going on, but I love the fact that you're so positive and so beautiful. Thank you, Ask Jay. Thank now. you. I'm going to have a cry. Oh, <laughs> let's get the tissues out. No, thank you so much, Fuck though, you, Jay. I was being nice. <laughs> I know. I, I, I'm appreciating your comment, Jay. That's like the most genuine I've ever heard, Jay. No, I'm. <laughs> no, 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 no. I love you That's too. That's the most genuine. I love I've ever you heard too. <laughs> I like that though. That's Always a compliment. Like, after every gig, I come and say well done. I know. To I know. No, no, no. That's really nice. But you know, I've never had like a, a conversation, conversation. No, with I you. So, And and you 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 are a strong character. So I know you joke about things a lot you know 
So I know I really appreciate it. Thank you so You're much. Welcome. Yeah. Now ask your question, bitch. <laughs> the That's other right. <laughs> yeah. you, by the, way. the other bitch. Yeah. Um, what is the? Here's one for you. What is one thing that you'd really like to achieve in life? In life? Yeah, Ooh, generally. Good question, Russ. Apart from being on the Jodie Shark and Friends and Russell podcast. Well, yeah, I mean, obviously, bucket list obviously, checked. Hello. Yeah, I mean, obviously it's, that, that's a downer from there. But um, no, I guess... Oh, I mean, I always have this question in my head, but I never really know the answer. But I guess uh, what I really want in life, just to be happy. But I don't... I don't care where I would end up in the future. I mean, having a nice house, having a nice life would be good, obviously, but it just comes down to, I just want to be happy. I don't want to be stressed. Mm -hmm. I don't want crap in my head that's not necessary. Mm -hmm. Just want to be happy. Sweet. Joe's behind me on the wall. Joe's happy. (laughs) Yeah. Okay, sorry. (laughs) Oh, <laughs> even little doggies crying. Pretty groaning in the background. Um, what's the future? Are of, you gonna uh, Are you gonna keep on teaching? Are you gonna play more band? Are you in a band now? Have you got? I'm not of, in a band now. Are you available? Because we're be? available. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, obviously, any any music opportunity any opportunities oh, yeah, any MC you. opportunities as well be great <laughs> <laughs> yeah anything anything that comes my way you know if, if I'm able to do it I'll, I'll happily do it you know but you were singing but at yeah. Porto to, to Phuket weren't yeah, you yeah for a little well. bit for a little bit so you yeah. still pick up a few gigs on the side every now and again yeah yeah but I, mean, I think I, I teach Monday through to Saturday so you know just the teaching alone is a bit mm. intense already um, so yeah where I can I will I will do some singing here and there. Cool. Would you like yeah. to be in another band? Because um, I know Blaze is obviously off in right. Nashville doing his thing, and good luck to him. Yeah. But would you like to be in a band again, or are you kind of? I I, I don't know. I mean, if the opportunity comes, sure. Yeah, I re- I. Cross yeah. that bridge when we get to it. Yeah, Fair yeah. Well. It'll, it'll be it'll be nice. And one know. one final question yeah. before I let you go. Yeah. Um, with the amazing kids that you teach right now. Is there, and I know you shouldn't pick out <laughs> certain superstars, but right. is there any, like, for example, we talked about Dasha, who mm. I, I think is amazing. I think mm. she's such a cool person and an amazing singer. Is there anyone out there that you can see has got that talent and spark that might come in the next few years beyond the stage? Wow. Um, there's a possibility that that could happen. That would be amazing, wouldn't it? But I do have a few very, very um, good students where they take music actually very seriously it's kind of they're picking it up naturally and they're it's almost their path um do i have to say names no of course okay. not. <laughs> but tell <So>. me now <laughs> <laughs> well i have one drummer student which i teach online um it goes amazing yeah i know i know i teach online and he does like music exams and all that um but he's a really good drummer like you know that you come across musicians that are technically good which is all right but you come across musicians that are good for your soul that they play with their hearts and stuff like that so i have i have about two or three of those students and super super good i don't know if they're going to be on stage or anything i hope they Mm. they get the chance to because it's definitely worth it you know they they're really they really should show their skills to the world just a a quick segue and this goes back to a point sorry you made earlier in terms of the students that you have where the parents kind of pushing them into it Mm. 
do you have the reverse where you might have some students that are a just either just enjoying it or maybe even in particular they're really good at mm, it and mm. really want to keep doing it mm. but the parents want to take that away Ooh. wow not yet not for any, not, not, not like for as a punishment, but like they, they want to push the kid. No, you should be focusing more on your academics. Yes, stop we, with this music we actually, malarkey. We but like, no, I really love this. Yeah. No, we we do actually have a bit of that, but you know, at the end arts of the and, day, and academics, there's always a, a balance, yeah, right? Yeah, for sure, for sure. You know, obviously, the parents want their kids to do best academically yeah. first, and the passion later. Mm. Um, but you know, if that the case that you were mentioning, yes, they might take a break from music, but. They come back. They they, they have to come back again because yeah. like you know the the parents will see like mm, mm, yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's not yeah. really working the way I want to yeah. so I may yeah. as well just let you follow your path. Yeah, <laughs> fair enough. So yeah, yeah, it just all depends. Comes down to time and just understanding. Cool. Yeah, I think. Excellent. I I I could keep going. I have <laughs> I, honestly I have so many more questions about what's your favorite instrument. What's your best Phil Collins song? <laughs> I, should, I should explain the Phil Collins joke. That all came from, because I remember meeting you and I was with Jason Wilder. Right, wild oh man. God, Jason. Yeah. And um, we were talking about you and the fact you were playing drums and singing at the same time. And the only other person that we knew <laughs> that could play drums and sing was Phil Collins. And that's how you became Phil that's Collins. That's such a huge compliment, by the way. Right. <laughs> I think it is. He just sold his music for like millions, yeah. like hundreds wow. of millions and millions and millions and millions. So you never know, Phil. I never know. It's yeah. there for you. <laughs> uh, Ranzi with yes, the thing about darling. me. <laughs> yes. Um, thank you very much for yeah, being on the podcast. So awesome. really thank you for it. having me. Yeah. Thank no, you, Bang. It's you're been very welcome. really fun. And um, I've always wanted Tahara and Ashton to have lessons with you. Aww. And as soon as they have decided that they really want to do it. Yeah, no, let, yeah, let, 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 let. Because I think you are probably the most amazing in teacher for music Oh, thank ever. you. Thank you so and much. And an amazing person as well. <laughs> I try. It's all an act. It's all an act, darling. Wait till the mic goes off. Yeah. <laughs> when we shut this down, it's like, fuck you. Yeah. Now I want my Toblerone back. <laughs> trying to ask me questions about which kids are good and which kids are bad, you <laughs> bastards. They all suck. Yeah. <laughs> Debbie and Gary warned me about you too. They said you'd treat us like shit. Make sure you edit it all. And when you edit it, then I'm not going to say no, I don't want it going out. You still have that Jayla shark? Jayla shark. Yeah. Oh, you, you, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> I forget that. You were the first people that did What is it? Mouse? What is it? Danger it was Danger, Danger Mouse. Mouse. <laughs> what is, she is it Mouse? <laughs> Bitch, please. We got... Jayla We were threatened to take that down. Remember that? So that's oh, brilliant. Oh, fuck me, yeah. So 136 episodes ago, we started with the Jayla Shark. Yeah. In fact, I should... I'll see if I can... I don't know if I've still got it. I'll have to dig it out from somewhere. Oh my so God. yeah, so I, I wrote the, the lyrics to... Oh no, you wrote the lyrics to I it. I think Gary did. Oh, Gary, he, yeah. so you guys did it. And I said, I want Danger Mouse theme, go and do it. And <laughs> so it was you, Blaze and Gary wrote our intro for It was us, probably the most the fun I had one. in the studio. I was like, yes! But then yes, you, did, you, Jay. Did, you did this one as well. I'm sure you did the new one. I don't think so. I don't think I did the new one. Yeah, no. you did, yeah. I did? You did. I've never yeah. used anybody else. Oh, okay. You might not. We were Maybe it was just Blaze and Gary were on it, but they definitely. I've so how many episodes are we in with the new one? I don't know because when we did it, we got a phone call from um, someone that's shown very nameless. Ah, oh, prim crazy fool <laughs> sent us a message saying, "Jay, I've been using this on my radio show. You can't use it." I'm like, "Mate, get over it." <laughs> it was completely different. It was just the Danger Mouse yeah. music. I didn't even know he used it. I never listened. He's to the show. amazing. He's what fantastic. Is <laughs> Wherever there is trouble, he'll be there. Yeah. <laughs> Jayla Shark. Jayla Shark. Penfold. Penfold. Beautiful, Josh. right? Yes. You should have your own singing show now, Jay. Oh, dear God. 
Can you we ready for it, Russell? We, no, no. Can we start now. <laughs> right, on that note, you're beautiful. I love you. Oh, you too. Thank Cheers, you. buddy. Thank you, mate. Thanks, Thanks Russ. Bye. Thank you, guys. Welcome to the outro. Welcome to the outro. Why did you do that? You did that on the main one. I just thought we were trying something different. No, but it ruins my levels. How was your well, Tobro? And you scoffed, you scoffed was, yours. Was yummy. Wren's walked out the door and you shoved the whole thing down your throat. Basically, I mean, that's I a Toblerone, the fuck not Wren's. Didn't you, <laughs> you? What? Sorry. I scoffed the fuck out of that Toblerone. Right. Okay, I'll be honest you with you. Just sure that you Toblerone right stood not a chance. The poor thing. All those little tiny Alps scoffed. Well, you're a hunky guy, so you can get away with it. If I eat yeah. that, I just think, oh. But I do like a Toblerone. Do you? I do. I just haven't had one for eons. I quite like the dark chocolate Toblerones. No, I'm, I'm not the... I like dark chocolate when it's flavoured, like the like After Eights. Mint, uh, mint I wouldn't dark call chocolate. them... Are they dark chocolate? Yeah, they're dark chocolate. I see you don't taste the chocolate, though, because it's full of the minty stuff. Or, 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 any, or any sort of like the salted caramel, the orange, all, all the, the quirky flavours. With if there's But that's the middle bit of... You're talking about the little slither of chocolate on the outside. It's the middle bit that's the, 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 the goopy bit. In that's after, a bit yeah, in taste. the after, yeah. Yes. Yeah. I'm talking about dark chocolate. I know, but I don't... Yeah, if dark chocolate's flavoured, I don't mind it. Like a dark chocolate orange, chocolate orange. I like the milk ones, and I can but scoff what's those. The, what's the difference between that and a dark chocolate Tobra? That's milk chocolate, you dick. No, no, I know that one's milk chocolate, and don't call me a dick. You're a dick, <laughs> or we'll go back to that board that we've been writing notes on <laughs> the last 10 minutes, dealing with a crisis that's going on. <laughs> anyway, that was... Forget about dark chocolate Tobra. No, dark chocolate Tobra is good. <laughs> no, I'm not... Uh, nothing. This was a good conversation. <laughs> anyway, that was Renz. She's awesome. I've got a lot of time for her. Like, a lot. I love her mm-hmm. in a brother-sister mm-hmm. kind of way. That like I would protect her through anything because she is the most amazing person in the world. From a just a talented, she's probably we've had some talented people on here. We've yeah. had models, we've had singers, and but we've had someone there that can do everything. That's genuinely talented. Genuinely, yeah. you're right. You know, she's got a heart of gold. She's just smart, and she's just a beautiful person. Just radiates. Beauty, in my opinion. And I, I'm going to... She spent a lot of time with Gary and Debbie. That's a good thing, isn't it? It, it absolutely is. Maybe that's the answer, <laughs> <Right>. Russ. <laughs> that whole conversation we just yeah. had for 20 minutes. Yeah. Maybe that is the answer. Yeah. <laughs> Gary and Debbie, if you're listening, I need yeah. some help. Can yeah. I come and stay with you? <laughs> yeah. I know you've got yeah. a spare room right now. Exactly, yeah. Blazer's in here for a while. <laughs> you've you got an empty house. I could go in there for a little yeah. bit. I don't yeah. drink as much. But I don't have as many tattoos. I'll be perfect. Not yet. Oh, maybe that's the answer. Maybe, maybe that's the answer there as well. We're Russell, slightly off topic. <laughs> we are <laughs> trying to think of some ways. Anyway, we'll leave that one. Yeah. But no, she is amazing. And like I said, I remember seeing her as a kid singing, playing the drums, and then performing next to her. Mm. I say performing. I'm making myself like I'm doing. I'm just emceeing yeah, yeah. for Christ's sake. But seeing her on the stage, seeing her behind the stage, seeing everything she puts into her and performances. And seeing the progression of them performing as young kids through to the now is just... And, that's, and I, I, I joked about it on the pod, but it was, it was also like a semi-serious point. Because they've aged. I mean, we all, obviously we all have, but I just... Like, You've aged well, by the way, Russ. But we don't feel it. And also... Oh, no, no, no. Trust me. (laughs) (laughs) Trust me, mate. I feel it today. We don't all feel it. Okay. But also, yeah, as from kids to... Can I say I have grey hair on my testicles? I mean, I just want to... That's showing my age. 
You've got it on your head. I've got it on my it's testicles. Is this the wrong conversation? You was about to say a really good point, and I'm talking about grey hairs in my testicles. It's a slight visual. I'm not entirely sure any of us really needed. If I mean, well, I haven't got them out. No, but the anyway. Anyway, um, we've seen them progress yeah. and age nicely, <laughs> like a good cheddar. It's like a good cheddar, <laughs> if you like, if you're into that sort of thing. Oh, you don't like cheese? No, like a fine wine. You don't They're, really. Uh, oh, no, 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 the wine I can get. The wine, absolutely. I should say, like a, you're a whiskey connoisseur, like a whiskey, a good fine whiskey. A bit strong word, but I do like a wee dram now and again. Okay, there we go. In, in Scotland, anyway, yes. Okay, uh, um, seeing them progress from being young kids into adulthood, for want of a better word, and it's a lot of change. And seeing them develop and sort of witnessing it, on one hand, it's kind of weird thinking, "Yeah, fuck, they're you know we've all crossed over fifteen years here, not just them. <laughs> they're not catching up with us." Oh my god, she's had to put up with me for fifteen right? years. Yeah, but what a genuinely lovely, warm engaging person and the one thing i was I, I didn't say but i was thinking i wish some of my teachers were like oh. her. not just from a music point of view but for anything no i agree because i think she really kind of she gets it uh, uh, and i wonder if she, as she was saying she transferred from a lot of different moved from school to school to school some international schools and thai schools and what have you and i wonder if um a lot of that experience is what shaped her to be as cool a teacher as she really is. I also think that she hasn't gone down the general way teachers go down of going to college, university, teacher mm -hmm. training, and you just get taught to teach that, that, yeah, cookie that, cutter. that, yeah. that. And it's interesting because I'm having the same conversation with some of my teachers with my kids. It's like not all kids are the same. Mm -hmm. Not all kids can learn the same, but you teach them all the same. You give them the same amount of homework. Yeah, yeah, talking yeah, about, yeah. But the same amount of this. Oh, you have to do this. You have to do this. And even my mum said, oh, the kids should be at this level now. Why should all kids be at that certain level? Yeah. Who dictates that every 11-year-old should know every times table up until 12? That surely, you know, every kid's different. Not all animals can climb trees. Yeah. And that there's... Well, I mean, we are going to get slightly off topic, but that's with any, within any standard deviation, you're going to have your extremes at either end and the bulk are going to be somewhere in the middle. And it's, yeah, you've got to have that progression. The point is, if you've got a good teacher... They can see that and they, they can, can recognise and Absolutely. they can adjust. Absolutely. And I think when I was teaching sailing, I'd adjust with someone who was really good. You know you can use the right terms. You know you can do that. Someone who's not so good, right, use different Just things. Push you them do, off the boat. <laughs> <laughs> Get off your <laughs> shit. <laughs> but I think that makes... Less failure, good, right? <laughs> and, and maybe that's more of an instructor than a teacher. I don't know. And I'm not knocking teachers mm. as a whole. Yeah, yeah. I'm just, and maybe just it's the some system. Of <laughs> some of them are awful. But I'm saying maybe it's the system. Mm. And it frustrates me as a person where I see that kids can be... Are all different and all yeah. love different things. I tell you what, speaking to... Our and sorry, that, and, and that is us praising Renz for what she's doing. Uh, no, 100%. And uh, I genuinely feel um and i meant when i said it, if i'd had more teachers that were like her um just her her attitude and her affability and her ability to engage and i've never been in a lesson with her right and, and this is probably one of the longest conversations i've had with her but i get that feeling from her and i i'm fairly confident i'm right about it and yeah i probably would have done much better at school with teachers like that so yeah, you're right about the system. That's a whole other fucking debate and a whole other hot topic. But actually speaking to kids, like my niece, my nephew, their friends, and some uh, kids here, I think if you ask them to a, to a man, woman, child, whatever, they would all say the same thing, that the system, the education system, it's archaic. It's, it really it's, is. It's all we've ever known for eons. It needs to be ripped the fuck up, 
burnt to the ground and rebuilt. Which again is a topic for a separate uh, podcast. Uh, and you, no, you're right. And maybe we should try to find an education person to have this conversation with and have a proper mm. debate. And maybe that is something mm. we should do and change the Jailer Shark and Friends and, and Russell podcast. We could do a special. No, we should do because it's interesting. I, my, my kids are still learning time. How do we tables. fix the education system? There we go. That is going to be a but, future podcast <laughs> from Shark 13 Productions. But I remember as Zahara's age in, in Kent's Hill Junior School in Benfleet in Essex. Did you just swear? Did I? No, I said Kent's Hill. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Funny, I didn't think of that when I was a kid growing up because I wasn't rude. My teachers were all a bunch of Kent's Hill. <laughs> but, but the point being, we were learning times table the same way they do it now. And it's like, I mean, I went to school 30 odd years ago. And Allegedly. Well, yeah, let's not get down that mm-hmm. road either. But do you know what I mean? Maybe it is, that's, you're right. It is yeah. a topic for another time. But Renz is amazing and her performance and when she sings and she can hit Adele and she can hit rock and she can hit Mm. now I know that she loves slow jams you know she's just all right no no true (laughs) but to have that range and talent Mm. and be a beautiful person inside and outside I think is just stunning stunning top top chick and we say this a lot on on my when I write the little description saying she's an awesome person she's a top person Uh, this one is really really mean it. it really really mean it and she hugged me. I don't often let people hug me. Other than me. We're big huggers. We're no, we're not big huggers. <laughs> I don't hug anyone. And she brought us Toberone, which you've scoffed. Yes. Anyway, that was Renz. Who we got next week, Russ? Don't know. Uh, are you here next week? Or are you going to Vietnam? Is I'm that going to Vietnam next week. No, we've got one on Monday, haven't we? Monday yeah, the Monday? 24th, no. No, it's following Monday. It's following Monday. Okay. Anyway, Ooh, we'll that gives me an idea then. Okay. Cool. All right, let's go and find an educator. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> All right, mate. Thanks for your time. Cheers. And thanks for your chat off air. Appreciate Cheers, it. All right, mate. Bye. Bye. Follow us on Facebook at Jail Shark and Friends. On Twitter at Phuket Podcast. On Instagram at Phuket Podcast. But the best place to go is PhuketPodcast.com. The Jail Shark and Friends and Russell podcast was created and produced by Shark 13 Productions. If you are looking to start a podcast or would like to learn more about how a podcast can work alongside your current marketing plans, then contact us now at j at shark13productions.com.